Hello. This is a warm-up video uh, before I film other things today. And it's one that was suggested to me ages ago on the Ask FM page. And it is... And I don't know how to pronounce this, but it's Kujiman's Inventory of Neo-Marxist Attitudes. A test by Paul Kujiman's. So, I mean, I'm probably mispronouncing that, but anyway. Uh, so, learn if you are a cultural Marxist. And it's one of these personality tests that I do periodically. And, um, okay, so there are 80 questions. I don't think I'll be going into great depth with, uh, with each one. And at the end, we'll find out how much of a cultural Marxist I am. So, um, all right, let's go for it. I mean, really, the point of doing this is, apart from to warm me up, uh, it's also to, um, it's just like a, a quick, um, list of my views on things and I I try to explore the you know, the moral quandaries to some extent. Alright, so the first question actually I'll just refresh the page before I begin because you never know with these fucking things if it, it failed once one of these tests at the end it was a disaster. Alright, okay the first question Tw 20th century modern art forms like abstract art and conceptual art have enriched our culture. Well, it depends what you mean by enriched, obviously, but if you mean, and people generally mean positive, uh, then then no, I don't think so at all. Um, I mean, you can enrich. Yeah, uh, no, let's, it's, yeah. I know. I think they mean improved our culture, and you know, it provided some food for thought and and all that nourishment. And just no, I don't think so. I'm not against abstract art, but I mean, I actually quite like a lot of abstract art. But <sighs> when it comes to conceptual, like modern contemporary conceptual art, absolutely not. I. I've no time for that at all, but abstract art is a different thing. I think I'll say neutral on that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Then the second question, the death penalty is unethical. I disagree with that. And you could say that um, not to have the death penalty is unethical. It shows, that it, it shows a lack of conviction, a lack of belief in the, the legal system and the moral the moral systems that underpin it. So, yeah, I disagree. I think the death penalty is ethical. Obviously, you want people to be careful with it and all that. I mean, that just goes without saying. Okay, the third question. Humans, through the exhaust of greenhouse gases like carbon dioxide, are causing a global warming of the climate. Well, I've done a video on climate change, and I'm a complete layman. I know nothing about it. And based on what I do know about it, I'm going to say disagree. Because I know that, you know, the carbon dioxide levels have been higher before in the past and all that. So I just, I don't really believe it. I, the the whole, what was it called? Climate change, the whole, that, that whole thing, which is now 10 years ago, really. It's like 2000, 2007, I think, was the height of it. And then 2008, it changed because the global financial crisis happened. And... The whole thing just strikes me now as one of these things that luxury people want and want to worry about because they need something to worry about. 
They need there to be a crisis because otherwise their lives are meaningless and, and politics is meaningless, uh, well, pointless. That's how it strikes me now. Um, and, you know, frankly, nowadays we've got other things, more immediate things, and I think more true things to worry about. I mean, it really existed as a crisis between the Cold War and what we're dealing with now. It was something to fill the gap, I think. Okay. And I, you know, I completely admit that I'm a layman. I'm, I might well be completely wrong about it. But, you know, from my... And it's a weird thing to ask, to be honest, because, you know, 99% of people are laymen on this. They don't know anything about it. And so I guess it is, it's relevant because they're asking you, they're asking you this question because it does betray your political prejudices, your biases. Yeah. And for some reason, it, this does coincide. It very much corresponds with, you know, if you're right wing, you're probably a climate change skeptic. And if you're left wing, you probably believe in the climate change thing. It's weird. I don't really understand that. Um, well, maybe I do, but it would take a very long time to explore it and sort of make it clear in my head and verbalize it. Okay, the fourth question. Individual human personality is to a sizable degree shaped by social environment. Yes, I think so. But then you hear, I mean, I think the personality is, I think it's shaped by your experiences to some extent. Then you do hear that, you know, like your intelligence level isn't really dependent on nutrition as a child and stuff like that. But then I hear the opposite, that, it, that this stuff does matter. I think I, I'll say agree because it's, I don't think it's total, but I think it must have an effect. It must have an influence. Okay, five. One person's truth may not be the same as another person's. So, well, it depends what you mean by truth. I mean, this is the thing that came up in a Sargon video a few months ago that I keep meaning to do a reply to. There is objective truth, and then there is mythology, which is useful to a people or an individual. That's their truth, but it, 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 that's not the same thing as the objective truth. Yes, I'll, I'll agree with this, because, yeah, I think it's an accurate statement as long as you're not talking about, you know, scientific facts and all that. Okay, six. The rich countries should share their wealth better with the poor countries. No, I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm just fucking sick of it now. Um, I mean, it depends. Well, yeah, well, actually, yeah, we should share our wealth better with them by being more assertive with them. But, you know, you can't do that by just giving them money and hoping for the best. That's the thing. If you're going to give them money, you should also give them direction and authority. Because otherwise they'll just continue to waste it and fuck up. Because that's why they're in this condition in the first place. Fucking incompetent or corrupt or evil. They're leaders. So, um, I, well, I, I, I agree that we should share our wealth better, but I don't agree in, in the way that they mean it. So I'm going to disagree. Okay, seven. Men should learn to express and talk about their emotions better. Well, the danger is that that becomes like a fashion, a 
accessory. Like they're they're doing it just because. And I think that is the case now. I think men think that they should be emotional. Most men are not that emotional. I mean, this is a very fucking complicated question. I mean, men are emotional, but the difference is that they're more in control of their emotions, usually. I think a crisis is the, the difference. Women deal with a crisis better, an emotional crisis. But I think men are just fucked by uh, an emotional crisis, uh, a crisis in their lives, and then you, and you get a breakdown. You know, obviously in general. I'll just say neutral for that, because it's just too complicated. Eight. I admire the Dalai Lama. Neutral. Nine. Soft drugs should be legalised, because that is the only way to end the criminal black market whereon they are traded. Ah, whereon. That's not... I don't even know if that's a real word. It's certainly archaic if it is. I've not seen that... I don't know if I've ever seen that word before. Um, I'm going to Google it for later. Soft drugs should be legalised. Well, this is the thing. Obviously, we think that, you know, in the West, it strikes us as kind of harmless fun. But then back in Brazil or Colombia or Bolivia, it, you know, the... the some American teenager buying an ounce of something can be one end of a long thing whose other end is some guy getting executed for betraying that drug baron that he was working for um, and getting his head chopped off with a chainsaw or whatever. I don't know. I'm going to just say neutral. It's not something I really care about. Okay, ten. In contact with people from other cultures, I always try to adapt to their culture, regardless if said contact takes place in my own or the others or in the other's country. No. I'm, <laughs> I'm too arrogant to do that. Um, Eleven. If you travel by air, it is good to make it carbon neutral by compensating the exhaust of... Disagree. Twelve. <laughs> 12. Repetitive criminals should be re-educated rather than punished. Again, it's a very, very complex question, and I think it depends on the country, the society that you come from. Because in Britain, there are large numbers of people that I think, now that we don't need them to do industrial jobs, they are just going to go into crime, because there's not much else for them to do. So what's the point of re-educating them then? But then what's the point of punishing them? I don't know. I mean, I would need to look at the recidivism rates to see if it actually re-education actually works. And I can't remember. I, I used to know a bit about this years ago. I'll just say neutral. Okay, 13. If you do not lock your car, it is your own fault if it gets stolen because you have given cause for theft. Well, it's not your fault, but you're still a dick. It's still a silly thing to. No, it's not. It's not your fault. I'll disagree. I admire Martin Luther King. Disagree. 
Question 15. Mass immigration into Western countries is inevitable as a logical consequence of ongoing globalisation. No, it's not inevitable. We just shut the fucking gates and they don't come in. There's nothing inevitable about it. It's really annoying, actually, you know, when they say it like that. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. You know, they just assert, well, it's inevitable. Globalisation, of course, is going to lead to mass numbers of people moving around the, the globe. Why? I don't really think that makes sense. I can see that it's it engenders a tendency towards that kind of thing, but it doesn't make it inevitable. Okay, 16. All human cultures are of equal value. That's just a retarded statement. 17. A person's level of intelligence is for a considerate, considerable part determined by that person's social environment. I don't think so. Not from what I've seen. 18. Overpopulation is absolutely no problem, provided we all adapt, ad adopt ways of living and producing that are in balance with the ecology and let the third world share in our wealth. No, for God's sake, we know that they breed like rabbits. I mean, it's going to be an absolute, it's going to be a terrible problem to deal with because if we share, if we let the third world share in our wealth and of course uh, our medicine and so on, then the overpopulation there is going to increase and increase and increase. So, no, I, I disagree with this. It's a huge problem. 19. Criminals are not born bad, but made that way by their environment. I've heard about twin studies that would refute that. I mean, it's got to be a... This is the, the tedious nature-nurture thing that... I'll just disagree, because I think it's, as an absolute statement, it, it's, it has to be incorrect. 20. The effect of what one says is more important than whether or not it is true. Well, it depends on the context. Often there's no point having an argument with someone, because they're just, you know, what, what difference does it make? So what's the point of upsetting them? But again, as a, an absolute statement, that has to be untrue. Okay, 21. To increase security measures is a good, that is, ethically desirable, way to reduce crime. To increase security measures is a good way to reduce crime, like, ethically. Well, there are other ways to reduce crime to do with uh, eugenics and mass immigration uh, and and the stopping thereof. And I know that not, it's, you know, I know that not all cr crime is committed by uh, immigrants, I know that. But then there's the eugenic thing. Mm. <clears throat> See, this gets to... I remember years ago I talked about this. Um, a friend of mine was saying that mass immigration of criminally inclined peoples is actually a benefit to us because it gives us an opportunity to improve our policing methods. <laughs> and uh, it's basically a similar sort of thing to... Increase security measures. And it's better if you don't need the security measures. And if you're doing the incre if you're increasing the security measures as a instead of other things, then that's not ethical. I'll just say neutral on this. Twenty-two. A society of higher average IQ is not necessarily a better society. No, but I think it's likely to be a better society. Um, okay. 
Uh, okay, I'll, I'll agree with that statement. 23. Wealth should be redistributed over the world such that all countries become equally wealthy. No, disagree. 24. I admire Nelson Mandela. Disagree. 25. When women or ethnic minorities are less than proportionately represented in any field, this is probably the result of discrimination. I disagree with that, and also I just don't care. Um, th this is one of these things, it's, it's a false goal, it's a silly goal to have. 26. Mass immigration of other ethnic peoples into Western countries is good for the economies and societies of those Western countries. Well, again, it depends. Are you talking about high IQ Indian immigrants, Japanese, mathematicians? No, because they're saying mass immigration. So, right, we're talking about, you know, Tyrone from the jungle. And obviously, he's not good for the economy or the society. So, uh, yeah. If only there were a strongly disagree option there. 27. Poverty in the third world is mainly the result of Western colonialism and exploitation. No, because for a hundred years we've been... I mean, you could say that even during colonialism we were improving those countries. I think we were. But certainly for a hundred years since then, or 50 years since then in, some, in the case of some countries, we've been doing everything we can to um, reduce poverty in those countries and, and not exploiting them. So yeah, we've been very much the opposite of exploiting them. So, no, there's some other reason why they're failing and all the rest of it, and why there's so much poverty. All right, 28. If a, black and, if a black and a white athlete compete against each other, commentators should refer to them by the color of their clothes and never by the color of their skin. <laughs> Disagree. I mean, who cares? And, uh, that's the kind of thing that only a cultural Marxist would have an opinion on. I mean, that's, that's just, just silly. All right. 29. In contact with people from other cultures, I never expect them to adapt to my own culture, regardless if said contact takes place in my own or in the other's country. Got to call me out as a hypocrite. I disagree. I do expect them to adapt. I mean, obviously we're talking... I mean, it depends what you mean by other cultures. Yeah, I mean, they, they damn well should adapt to our... If they're living in the West, then, yeah, they should adapt. But this this is why I don't want them to be living here in the first place, because they... Uh, because they often don't adapt to our culture. And even when they do, that's like a slap in the face, because it's like they're saying, well, we're we are just taking everything that you've got now, everything that you've had, because we are the same as you now. And they know that they're fucking not. They know that there's a division still. Anyway, okay, I'll move on from this. 30. If we all became vegetarians, this would be good for the environment and or the climate. And I'm neutral about that. that you'd, you'd need to know all about the statistics, and no one ever does. You know, that again, this is the kind of thing that really just exposes your prejudice one way or the other, not your knowledge, because it's such a complex question. If you're to go into the facts of it, the logistics, God knows. Okay, 31. If poor people commit crimes, this is likely where well, I've missed the point. Right. This is likely a result of their poverty, being discriminated against, or other depressing social circumstances. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I mean, undoubtedly in some cases, but 
I mean, there are plenty of poor communities where they don't commit crime. So, <laughs> okay. 32. Lying is normal social behaviour. I think it's just a, it's just a tool that people use because it's sometimes useful and it sometimes greases the wheels of social interaction. Um, if you mean congenital lying in, in to your friends or your relatives, then that's certainly not normal or healthy. I'll just say neutral on this. 33. Insufficient security measures are a major cause of crime. Well, you know, that's subjective. What is, what is sufficient now? Uh, nowadays, with the terrorism, how many MI5 staff should we have following how many terrorists in Britain? So how many staff do we need to employ MI5 before it's sufficient? And then even you, know, you you could follow all the people you're aware of and then, oh no, someone that you didn't even know about commits a terror attack. So your measures were not sufficient after all. And it goes on and on. I don't think it's a major cause of crime anyway. I mean, I think we are we are very careful. Okay, all right. 34. White people bear the guilt of colonialism and slavery. No, I'm sick of it. Fuck off. 35. A society of lower average IQ is not necessarily a worse society. A worse society. Well, no, but probably it is. Of course, it depends what you mean by worse. Um, um, you know, there, there are different... Yeah, yeah, all right, okay. Uh, not necessarily a worse society. Okay, yeah, all right, I'll agree with that. 36. Men should learn to behave more like women in the social and emotional respects. No, I think it's terribly dangerous and destructive for, for them to do that en masse. I think we're seeing the results of that now, you know, the soy boy and so on. 37. If certain ethnic minorities are overrepresented in crime, that is probably caused by discriminating. No. No. 38. A welfare state can be maintained while allowing mass immigration of other ethnic peoples. Well, that depends on the ethnicities involved. It can be. It can be maintained. It depends on them. Which types of people they are. So as a, a factual statement, I think that is true. But it But it's a very misleading statement because obviously people will think, oh, so you know some low IQ family can come over from sub Saharan Africa and they'll manage fine and you know It's a really difficult question to ask because of because of the implications. I'm just going to have to say disagree because even though it's a factually true statement, the implications are very different from yeah, what it, yeah from what the actual words mean. All right, thirty nine, nearly halfway there. I always try to pronounce foreign names the way they are pronounced by natives of that language. Yes, I actually do do that. Okay. Well, not always. I mean, if you're saying Paris, then I just say Paris. You know, it's... If I were talking to a French person, I probably would say Paris. 
trying to get it right. And I never do get it right either, so it's kind of farcical. All right, 40. If everyone were a Buddhist, the world would be a better place. Well, that's completely subjective. No, I disagree. I disagree. Um, Okay. 41. Hard punishment is not a good way to reduce crime. It depends on the crime. Which, Which tendencies does it elicit? Does it demonstrate? I'll say neutral. Depends on the crime and therefore the type of person that you're dealing with. 42. Absolute truth does not exist. Everything is relative. Disagree. 43. The West bears the guilt of the Crusades. Guilt? (laughs) Guilt? (laughs) There is no guilt for the Crusades. Fuck off. All right, 44. Measures must be taken to enforce proportional representation of women and minorities in height. No, 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 no. 45. If someone looks very ugly or has an obvious physical defect, one should always act as if one does not notice it at all. Well, that depends on how clearly false that act is going to be. You know, if the person knows that everyone who sees them sees that huge, you know, boil or bunion or or missing ear or something, then of course they're going to expect... I mean, I can't remember the last time I was in this situation, but I I certainly don't draw attention to the person's affliction. (laughs) I don't know. Someone looks very ugly. Always act as if one does not notice it at all. I think, to be honest, probably you should, by default. Until they, unless they say, have you noticed my deformity or something, whatever it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 46. A welfare state is compatible with and can be maintained in a multicultural society. Now that, when you put it that way, I think the answer is clearly no, because what you're going to have is different cultures competing for those resources. You know, once they're uh, bedded in, in the society, they're going to start to feel entitled to it. So I think, no, I think you probably can't. But again, it does, you know, in practice, realistically, it would depend on the cultures involved. I, mean, I think basically, generally speaking, no, it's. I don't think a welfare state is compatible with a multicultural society. Obviously, here and now, we are living in multicultural societies and we do have welfare states. But I think as time goes on, and the polarisation between communities uh, increases. Hmm. All right. 47. Using involuntary measures to prevent repetitive criminals from having children is unethical, like sterilising them against their will. God, you know, it probably is unethical. And yet I can't say that I would be against it. (laughs) Isn't that terrible? Uh, it depends on the types of criminals you're talking about. Oh god, that's so difficult. I think it is unethical. Even if it's pragmatically expedient, I think it is in itself an unethical thing to do. Yeah, to take away someone's capacity to 
have children, I think it is pretty fucking dark. So yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay. 48. The current Western standard of civilization could easily be maintained where average IQ in the West to drop. No. How, how on earth did you do that? The systems aren't that robust. And even if they were, you know, how are you going to improve them? Because people expect constant improvement. Uh, 49. I admire Che Guevara. No. 50. Races like blacks, whites, and orientals are social constructs that lack a biological basis. All currently living humans belong to one and the same race. <laughs> no. All right. 51. Tolerance of other cultures is always good. No, not always. And even if you're just talking about a matter of politeness, is it right to tolerate barbarism? No. So I'll disagree with that. Okay, 52. Corporal punishment is bad and must not be reintroduced in countries that have abolished it. I disagree. I think, uh, I think there's a place for that. I think often it would be better. In fact, I once did a video a long time ago in praise of public flogging. I think it was, <laughs> I think it was called. I think sometimes it is the most effective way to uh, get someone in line. All right, 53. Teaching retarded persons how to vote is a good thing to do. <laughs> well, then, but are you going to go on to let these retarded persons vote? Because um, obviously teaching them how to vote is then giving them a false expect. Well, that's not false because I think they are actually allowed to vote. Are they? I don't know. I don't know what the law is there. Anyway, I... I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think they should be voting, and I think, therefore, that they shouldn't be taught how to vote. It's... No, no, not a good idea. <laughs> 54. Scientific research results that could be used to stigmatise certain disadvantaged minority groups should not be published. Don't be ridiculous. Disagree. 55. I would never expect people from other cultures to pronounce my name the way it is pronounced in my own country. Well, it doesn't really matter. Um, neutral. It, it, yeah, it, it doesn't matter. It's not one of these things that you, you should be offended by or take very seriously. And so I, would, I, I don't think you should have a hard and fast rule. Like, I would never expect them to... It, it's, not, it's not important enough. Okay, 56. Nationalism is wrong. Disagree. 57. Compulsory sterilization of violent criminals is unethical. Now it's specifying violent criminals, but it's still, I think it is still unethical. But then if I say the death penalty is ethical. This is weird, isn't it? What, this is an awkward situation, really. I mean, I think it's just, maybe it's just because we're familiar with the concept of the death penalty. Ending someone's life, literally depriving them of further life. Because we're, society has condemned them to that extent. There are deeds that are so awful that they've just got to be removed from existence, from, from society. 
but we're not used to the idea of sterilizing them. That is something that I, at least, associate with totalitarian regimes where human life is, or certainly human dignity, is not really important. And maybe if I were more, maybe if it were a more sort of commonly talked about and uh, thing in, in our society, then this wouldn't seem unethical to me because you just you'd just be used to it. It would just seem not like normal. <sighs> Compulsory sterilization of violent criminals is unethical. I mean, this is the whole point about. Sort of passive eugenics. If you don't, if you kill them or sterilize them before they reproduce, then you have, by definition, improved the gene pool. And then you could end up paying them not to reproduce, paying them to get sterilized. But then that's not compulsory, then. I don't know. I'm going to have to just say neutral on this. It's too confusing. 58. I prefer to socialise with women and homosexual and or feminised men <laughs> rather than with regular uh, heterosexual men. <laughs> what a statement to make about yourself. I prefer to socialise with women and homosexual and or feminised men. <laughs> Uh, no, I I don't. It's not something I particularly care about. But I think as a as a statement about myself, it's simply untrue. So I'm going to disagree. All right, fifty nine. If richer countries have higher have higher average IQs, then apparently it is wealth that makes people smart. Oh, piss off! Don't be ridiculous. Okay, social scientist 60. Social scientists should be careful in the selection of their data to prevent a socially undesirable outcome. For instance, the inequality of races or sex. I disagree. 61. Immigrants should be allowed to live according to their own culture, even if that violates the moral values of our culture. Disagree. And God, I'd love to see the person who would click agree to that. What a pitiful creature that would be. 62. It is absolutely no problem if those of higher intelligence and education have low fertility rates and few children. Disagree. Come on. 63. When people from countries where average IQ is low migrate to rich countries, their IQs and those of their children will rise to the level of the natives of the destination country as a result of the better environment. No. No. Definitely not to the level. I mean, it seems like Africans have benefited from moving from Africa to America because their average IQ has gone from 75 to 85. But as far as I know, it's not certain whether that's to do with white admixture in their DNA or if it's better nutrition. But then I've, I've read that nutrition doesn't actually have that much of an effect. So it could be the environment, it could be the education. It could be. But even then, they haven't risen to the level of the whites, the, na the natives of that country, 100. They're still at 85. So they've not risen to the level of which is what this question's saying. <clears throat> All right. 64. Preventing retarded per persons from having children is unethical. 
I hate the idea of sterilizing somebody against their will. I hate it. I think it's... <sighs> but I have to say, it's probably better if they are prevented from having children. I'm going to have to disagree, and I'm going to have to say, yeah, I think it's, it is ethical to prevent retarded people from having children. You know, eventually, at some point, you have to stand for something. You can't just have a cotton wool society. All right. 65. It is acceptable for scientists to manipulate their research results in order to prove that women are better than men in certain respects. No, of course not. That's the third question along those lines. 66. Multicultural societies are better than what? No. God, imagine the person who would click agree to that. Multicultural societies are better than monocultural societies. You'd have to be some 18-year-old SJW dolt. All right, 67. Compulsory castration of violent criminals is unethical. See, the wording, I think that's the fourth question, or fifth question along those lines. And that wording is brutal. Compulsory castration of violent criminals is unethical. It probably is unethical. I'm going to have to say yes, agree. All right, 68. Mass immigration of other ethnic peoples into Western countries should be allowed as a compensation for atrocities like colonialism, slavery, and the Crusades. No. 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 Absolutely not. 69. If a man from another culture refuses to shake hands with women in our country, we must respect that. Well, is he a visitor or is he living here? If he's a visitor, then I would say, all right, let it pass. If he's living here, then why is he living here? So, yeah. Depends. It depends entirely on that. So I'll have to say neutral. 70. If men did not exist or were more like women, the world would be a better place. No, I think we'd be living in caves. All right, 71. Scientists who publish books to the extent that some races are more intelligent than others should be exposed as racists and banned from the academic world and its publication fora. Don't be ridiculous. Disagree. 72. If immigrants from another culture take offence at women wearing short skirts in our country, those women would be wise to wear longer skirts out of respect for the culture in question. No. Well, uh, w wise. They, would they, they probably would be wise. Uh, because <laughs> this is the fucking reality of it. Um, because the consequences could be that they get attacked by these, uh, these immigrants. So the, I mean, the wording here is important. If immigrants from another culture take offence at women wearing short skirts in our country, those women would be wise to wear longer skirts out of respect. It depends if you mean, well, if it's out of respect for the culture in question, then I think no. If it's in order to protect themselves, then yeah, it would be wise. But it's saying out of respect for the culture, so I'm going to say disagree. All right. 73. On the whole, women are better people than men. Disagree. 74. If immigration leads to more crime, then people must simply accept that, learn to live with it, and take extra security measures. No. Disagree. 
75. Cultures in which women are severely suppressed are equal in value to Western culture. No. 76. It is absolutely no problem if the social underclasses do most of the breeding and have the most children. Disagree. 77. People who are opposed to multiculturalism are far-right, xenophobic or racist. Uh, who cares? Uh, I don't think it's true. I, see, this is the kind of thing where a cuck or a civic nationalist or something would would say, no, they're not racist. They're not, there are other reasons. Whereas I'm thinking maybe they are, you know, who cares? And there are good reasons to to care about your own group. So I'm going to disagree with this because there are plenty of reasons to oppose multiculturalism without even caring about race. All right. 78. Many of the statements in this test are not so much attitudes, but are simply true facts or sound viewpoints. Uh, no, I don't think so. 79. I admire Osama bin Laden. No. 80. If a right-wing politician with xenophobic or racist ideas is on one's, his way to gain power, it is acceptable to kill that politician to prevent this from happening. No. All right, that's the last question. Thank God. Gender, uh, male, race. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. All right, all right. So let's see. I'm going to click the button now and hopefully it will tell me how much of a cultural Marxist I am. So here we go. Hey! Your, your score is 14 out of 80. You are clearly not a cultural Marxist. You really should try harder. Great! <laughs> what a relief! <laughs> 14 out of 80. That's pretty good. Uh, I have to say, uh, that's good. I was I was worried when I was neutral on certain things or whatever that it was going to, you know. <sighs> okay, that's good. That's a relief. I don't have much to say about this. It was quite interesting. I hope that my answers were interesting to you. 80 questions. Fucking hell, that was a lot. So, yeah, there you go. My score, I'm... I'm let's see. But let's Let's find out what the percentage is. Uh, 17.5% cultural Marxist. That's, um, put it like that, that's a bit more worrying, actually. Okay, there we go. So I'll, I'll link to this test, and uh, you can share your own results in the comments below. I hope this was interesting. Thank you for watching. <laughs>